In this episode of Made in Order, we talk about the second song off of the first Iron Maiden album, Remember Tomorrow. Oh, welcome to Made in Order, my Iron Maiden podcast. I talk about each Maiden song from their first one to the last. Every single episode's devoted to one song. So I hope that you keep listening. They really aren't that long. How many people right now are looking at their podcast app, listening to this and saying, wait a second. No, 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 no. Sanctuary is the second song on the Iron Maiden album. No, no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going with the 1980 original release order. In 1998, Iron Maiden remastered a release of um, their self-titled debut album and put Sanctuary in number two and pretty much just bumped everything else down. But we're not doing that folks um we are staying with the original order which means remember tomorrow is track number two off this 1980 self-title record clocking in at five minutes and 30 seconds uh remember tomorrow is the third longest song on this album uh, and it is the first one out of um, three that are not just written by Steve Harris or written by Steve Harris alone uh, this was written by Mr. Steve Harris and Mr. Paul Diano now I got off of um, genius.com Paul Diano is quoted saying that um, this song was about his grandfather he lost him in 1980 the same time this album came out uh, when he was out on tour, he was diabetic. They cut off his toe and his heel. Then he lost his leg from the knee down and he sort of gave up. Hmm. Okay. That didn't go as cheery as I thought it would. Um, but it goes on to say the lyrics don't relate to it, to be honest with you. Just the words, remember tomorrow. Because that what, that's what he always used to say. There was this little catchphrase. You never know what's going to happen. Remember tomorrow. It might be a better day. So he just kept it in, and that was it. So it seems to me that the lyrics were written by Diano, mostly, I'm going to guess, and all the music was written by Steve Harris. That's my guess. Uh, just like the every song on this album, the lineup for this record, um, this song, is Paul Diano on lead vocals, Steve Harris on bass, backing vocals. Uh, the, the Iron Maiden's one thing they're not known for is backing vocals. Uh, De- Dave Murray, again, on guitars, Dennis Stratton on guitars and backing vocals for the one and only album. And Mr. Clive Burr on drums. Again, it was produced by Will Malone, his only Iron Maiden album of production. It was released on April 14th, 1980. Uh, 
in the United Kingdom by EMI Records and in the United States by Harvest and Capital Records. And was Remember Tomorrow released as a single? No, it was not. What I'd like to do now is go through the lyrics of the song. Um, again, it's my belief that the lyrics were written by Paul Diano, uh, or at least most of them were. Um, just guessing on that, that little blurb that I read right there. Again, if you know, you can find me on Twitter at Maiden Podcast or email me maiden at fans.experts.com. But when I tell you, you know, you think the the song, the lyrics to Iron Maiden are simple. You think the lyrics to Prowler are, aren't that long. Actually, the lyrics to Prowler are short, but they're a little more advanced. Um, these are some really nice lyrics, nicely written, but there's not much. We're talking three verses, really no chorus, unless you count this. It's really like the music is the chorus of the song. So let's go through the lyrics. Very hippy-dippy kind of. Unchain the colors before my eyes. Yesterday's sorrows, tomorrow's white lies. Scan the horizon, the clouds take me higher. I shall return from out of the... Oh! I have no idea what that means. Um, second verse. Tears for remembrance. In tears for joy. Tears for somebody but this lonely boy. Out in the madness, the all-seeing eye. Flickers above us to light up the sky. I tried, I tried, I tried to hit it. To light up the sky. Um, so it's like two verses of like this slow melodic kind of thing, you know, hippy dippy, like, oh, and then all of a sudden it just kicks off. Sometime with Iron Maiden, uh, you know, their, their songs really paint a picture. They tell a story. The lyrics are like, like a narrative. Uh, other times, like this, they're really, I feel, kind of just there to get this really cool music across. Uh, I mean, I, I just read 90% of the lyrics. Then they come back again and say, Unchain the colors before my eyes. Yesterday's sorrows, tomorrow's white lies. Scan the horizon, the clouds take me higher. I shall return from out of the fire. So really the changes are, oh, to fire. And in the middle verse, it's sky. 
Uh, but I mean, what does it mean? It's just kind of, I think it's just almost like a little, little bit of poetry. Nothing, you know, like this guy who's, he's wants to unchain the colors before his eyes. Uh, yeah, it just seems like a guy who's probably depressed. I don't know. And he's, um, I don't know. He's saying he shall return. He shall rise. I think it's maybe it's pretty much saying what his grandfather said, where, hey, as bad as today might be, remember tomorrow, tomorrow's another day. I'm going to try to take a moment in each episode to kind of give a personal anecdote to um, the song that I'm that I'm talking about. I don't know about you, but certain songs make me think of specific moments in my life. Like, oh, this song makes me think of my wedding. This song makes me think of um, this specific freshman year of college or or um, makes me think of this concert or makes me think of this person or this party. Um, and that's the same with Iron Maiden. Like there's certain songs that make me think of walking to work. The songs that make me think of being in eighth grade. Uh, the songs that make me think of um, driving to church with my parents, listening to um, the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. I mean, every song, um, not every song, but many songs um, give you that sort of feeling, that sort of memory, spark something. So I was thinking about Remember Tomorrow and trying to think of, you know, what does this song make me think of? When I, when I hear the song, what's the first thing that pops in my mind? And it's being in my bedroom, eighth grade. Um, I, I'm a guitarist. I attempt to play rock and roll guitar. And um, a lot of like learning was bringing tapes to my guitar teacher and learning rock songs through tablature, which isn't musical notes. It's not like learning how to read music which I cannot do. It is like literally numbers on a grid. So the grid, six lines representing the six strings, and the numbers are really just telling you where to put your finger on the fretboard. It's called tablature, and it's kind of still how I learn things either by ear or by tablature today. Uh, and I used to bring a lot of Iron Maiden into my guitar teacher. Um, and he would he actually was a fan, so it was helpful that he kind of helped me uh, learn more about the band. But this song specifically makes me think of like playing. I didn't have a bass then. I didn't get a bass guitar until my sophomore year of high school, 1991. And I still have that bass. It's in my basement somewhere. Um, so I didn't play the song on bass, but I remember playing it on my old Yamaha electric guitar because I could just do ding 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 that part was easy and I remember just sitting on my bed listening to this playing along and on I had this little crappy amp in high school I ended up getting like a slightly better amp a PV but this was a I don't know what it was used it was my first amp it was, you know, it was, it was just like a little speaker. There was no overdrive, nothing special. Uh, I, I got like a distortion pedal so I could sound like metal. But um, it, it's just one of those things that's, that's where I started playing guitar, um, started playing electric guitar on that amp. 
and I just have a specific memory. I've already played for a couple of years at this point, so I was comfortable with kind of learning things um, by ear or trying some to do some things just by listening to it. And Remember Tomorrow was definitely one of those songs. You know, my thinking is is when you have one album and you're out playing a concert, you're probably playing just about every song off that album. So remember tomorrow. Whoa, whoa, listen to that. Remember tomorrow was a um, big staple of early on Iron Maiden shows. Um, I'm using Setlist Setlist FM, um, so that is it. Really is um, kind of tabulated by people. Uh, you know, I don't know how much of this can be um, authenticated, but it looks like Remember Tomorrow was played a ton in 1980 uh, and in 1981. This recording uh, you're listening to now, according to YouTube, is from 1980. <laughs> This recording's from 1981, and I'm guessing it's around the time the EP Made in Japan was released. Of course, in 1981, something else also happened with Iron Maiden. Change the colors before. 
By the end of 1981, Paul Diano was out of Iron Maiden, and Bruce Dickinson was in. And um, this is a recording from Bruce with Maiden in 1981. Uh, he sounds so young there. Uh, and that's actually pretty much the last time I think they played Remember Tomorrow in concert with Bruce, as far as I can see, um, up until 1993. In 93, Iron Maiden put out a real live one, a live album, uh, and then followed that with a real dead one, another live album. And on that real dead one, uh, they did Remember Tomorrow Live. said fire but that's the wrong time to say it um you have to remember this is 1993 for iron maiden this is the beginning of their i don't want to call it the dark ages or anything like that but it was kind of when they you know bruce left the band not long after this um this album these live albums this tour uh turned into a video um a pay-per-view that i spent money on uh, where there was like uh, a magician and they killed Bruce on stage. He like mutually left the band and that was like his send off. And um, these albums, a real live one, real dead one, are kind of like a blind spot in my life. Like I had one of them on tape, maybe two of them, maybe both of them, but I, I never got them on CD. I never like listened to them over and over. I don't, I don't, I don't um, search them out. It's just a weird kind of. Um, as I said, it's a real kind of hole in my uh, my maiden love. Uh, and after this tour in 93, you know, they didn't do this song again for another 12 years. Didn't do it with, with Blades at all, as far as I can tell. But they did bring it back in 2005 when Bruce and Adrian were already back in the band. Tonight is a kind of a special show because we're doing songs. We're doing a lot of old songs tonight. We're doing a lot of songs only from the first four Iron Maiden albums. It's Iron Maiden Killers, Number of the Beast, Peace of Mind, all right? It's been a long time since we've done some of these songs, and in fact, it may be the last time we ever do some of them on stage, because I'll tell you about it later. But We've got a whole bunch of other plans for the future, which I'll tell you about later in the show. Anyway, this song, this song was the song that, uh, well, it got me the job with Iron Maiden. Long, long time ago, long, long time ago, they asked me to sing this little song, and uh, they said, well, if you sing this song, you're in. 
So I sang it about five times in the first time made tour we ever did. Brings back a lot of memories for me. And well, it's a very cool song. It's called Remember Tomorrow. He said fire again. So that must be just his thing. Um, my God. Like, think about this. Okay, I started listening to Iron Maiden in 1989. At that point, their first album was only nine years difference. Like, Bruce left four years later. So I was like, oh, that's it. Then he comes back in, 90, in, in, in 1999. He really was only gone from 93 to 99. This is already six years into him being back. This is 2005. And he sounds amazing, first of all. Uh, and then to realize that's 15 years ago now is crazy. Like, doesn't matter who you are. Time just keeps going. Unless you're Bruce, then you just live forever uh, and sound the same forever. And it's amazing. That's really it. I mean, that I think right there is the history of Maiden playing Remember Tomorrow Live. But I never saw Iron Maiden play Remember Tomorrow Live. Nope. But that doesn't mean I was never in person to see it played live. Back in 2010, my brother and I drove through a snowstorm for over an hour to Foxborough, Massachusetts, home of the New England Patriots, to a small club called Showcase Live, just so we could see Mr. Paul Diano in concert.
I still can't believe that was 10 years ago that we saw him in concert. Uh, full disclosure, this audio you were listening to is not from that show, but it is from that tour. Uh, it is from the 2010 kind of solo tour that um, he did with Icarus Witch. Icarus Witch is this metal band. They came out and did a set first, and then they stayed out there and became uh, Paul's backup band, which was really cool. And it made for changing gear uh, really, like, no time at all, switching between uh, the two bands. The two acts, I guess, because it's the same band. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm talking out of my butt. Um, but that is the one and only time that I will ever see any part of Iron Maiden uh, play Remember Tomorrow Live, I think. Uh, and I remember getting there, and he, you know, he didn't look like he used to look. He didn't sound like he used to sound, but he sounded good. And, and after a couple of songs, he really kind of like warmed up and... He was great. We had a we had a blast that night, and I'm I'll never forget going to that long drive with my brother. It was it was well worth it, and uh, just to, to see Paul live and to see some of these songs live in their kind of original sound with the original voice. It was uh, it was pretty special. It was pretty great. As we start to wind down Remember Tomorrow, I'd like to take a moment to highlight some cover versions of this classic Iron Maiden song. This first one is from the Swedish metal band Opeth. This is on the 2000 reissue of their 1998 album, My Arms, Your Hearse. to be perfectly honest with you uh two out of these three bands i know next to nothing about opeth is a band that i've heard of i've seen the name no idea how they sound uh, i don't know if this is even how they usually sound does this guy sing usually because if he does i kind of like it but is he a growler is he a blah, blah, like a, a guy if he's a screamer or a growler you know eh, I, I don't know maybe this is just kind of one of those things where he's singing because it's a maiden cover um, I don't know. I might check them out, though, just based on this alone. Um, but at least them I've heard of. I fully admit, I have no idea who this band is. Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. They're a uh, British rock group, and this is a B-side off of one of their singles from 2015. 
Yeah, I don't really like this, do you? Acid is... Yeah, that's a good word for it. Okay, let's listen to this. See, based on this, I never want to listen to Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats ever again. Um, so it could be one song really makes you judge a band, you know. Um, that's it. I'm going to kind of finish up talking here. I just want to say, I figure this is good background music. You, can be, you don't even want to hear this. You just want to hear me. Um, I want to thank everybody for downloading and listening to uh, the last episode and this one, too. And, and hopefully I'm going to keep doing this every other week. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Maiden Podcast. You can email the website. Uh, you can email me, the podcast, at maiden at fansnotexperts.com. And, of course, the website is fansnotexperts.com slash maiden. Uh, I have one more cover song that we're going to close out the show with. Um, I hope you're enjoying this. And uh, this last one is from an American uh, rock and roll band. It, it says it was recorded in 2008, also for that Maiden Heaven, a tribute to Iron Maiden that was released by um, Kerrang! magazine. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say who this is, because, um, uh, I mean, come on. Once you hear it, it'll speak for itself. Up the irons, everybody. Not experts.